Oh, shit. Oh, we're doing it. Mm. A little bit of beer. It's fucking Friday afternoon, folks. You better be having fun out there. You better be. You better be. All fucking righty then, fellas and ladies, for the few of you that listen, I guess, or whatever. It's mainly you blokes out there. But anyway, whatever, whatever you are listening to this podcast, welcome. How's it going out there? Uh, it's another episode of the Jam Room Podcast, another fucking late one. Seems like I haven't really figured out this uh, routine yet since I got back from Canada. I've been back for like six weeks, something like that, and I still feel like I've got fucking one foot off the merry-go-round trying to catch up with bullshit. Ah, but it is what it is, guys. So yeah, hope you're having a great time out there. It's another week, another uh, fucking whole bunch of music to get through and stuff like that, and uh, we're going to get into it. It's a music podcast after all, sort of. Uh, Yeah, that's what it is. Fuck, I'm so out of practice with this shit. My audio sounds crap. I think my interface is dying. Um... When I do some recording, I listen back to it. It sounds fine, but live in my can sounds like shit. So I don't know. So I'm rolling the dice on this one, guys. If it sounds like crap, let me know. And I'll buy myself a new interface. I need a good excuse to fucking upgrade some gear out here. <sighs> Be a worthwhile investment because of uh, all the, yeah, you know. It's not really an investment at all. It's just a fucking excuse to buy a new toy. It is what it is, guys. So last episode, I was giving you guys a bit of a... I don't know, a bit of a rundown, a bit of a catch-up of my time in Montreal, right? And, uh, you know, tons has been happening in the world since then, but I still feel like I need to finish some of the fucking stories from the, the holiday, just let you guys know. Things that are music-related, re- I guess, more so than anything else. So, yeah, we were in Montreal for Jazz Festival. It was fucking tremendous. Tons of stuff. If you want to hear any of the stories, listen to the last episode. You know, it's all about Montreal, but, you know... Once all the Jazz Fest had sort of started wrapping up, not really wrapping up, fucking Macy Gray was supposed to headline the whole thing, um, but bailed last minute. We found out when we were leaving town, so we had um, rented a car, got the fuck out of Dodge, whatever. Um, We drove our way to Quebec City. Uh, If you've never been to Quebec City, it's fucking tremendous. I highly recommend it. And... uh, it seemed like the music festivals were fucking following us because everywhere along the way to Quebec, not everywhere, there was one stop, a place called Trois-Rivières, which I guess means three rivers. Um, must be where the three rivers all meet up. I would, you know, hazard a guess at that. Uh, music festivals going on in that town. Fucking tremendous food, as that whole part of the world seems to have. It was crazy. And then we get to Quebec and uh, we treated ourselves to a fucking... Decent hotel. We're staying at the Fairmont, the fucking Chateau uh, de Frontenac or something like that. I don't know. Named after some French bullshit. I don't really know. Oldest hotel in Canada, by the way. Um, And pretty cool. It's a fucking castle. We're staying in Hogwarts for the whole time. Uh, Tremendous. And just like everywhere else in that part of the world, there was fucking music festivals going on, guys. And uh, this one we didn't really attend too much because it was... um, 
not so much like a free gig. There was lots of free acts going on around the place, but there was also some big headliners coming in and you got to pay for tickets and stuff like that. Way fucking cheaper than we would pay for festival tickets over here in the great down under. But um, we, we weren't really too fussed for any of the acts. But turns out we could kind of hear them anyway, right? So one night we're there at the, um, at the castle at Hogwarts. We're there in the fucking common room or whatever, in our hotel room. And, um, you know... It's fucking getting a little bit late. I'm there with the, my sister-in-law and my wife. Um, they kind of, you know, they're shutting down for the night. They've put on some bullshit fucking movie, fucking Made in Manhattan or something. It actually was Made in Han- Manhattan, um, which is a weird movie, by the way, guys. I don't, know, I don't know why I know this fucking trivia, but it was written by John Hughes, the guy that wrote fucking like Home Alone and fucking Uncle Buck and all that sort of stuff. He went uncredited for this movie, but he wrote Made in Manhattan. I don't know why I know that, but I know that. Um, anyway, I'm not going to sit around and watch that bullshit. So I go downstairs, you know, to hang outside the castle to have a fucking a joint, a couple of cigarettes, a couple of beers or whatever. I get down there and I can hear this music fucking loud and clear as if the band's like right next door. I'm like, all right, this is pretty interesting. I'm having a fun time listening to these jams or whatever. Turns out it was the band Imagine Dragons. Do you guys know Imagine Dragons? You shouldn't. I mean, I mean, they're just like pop rock, I guess, something like that. They're, they're as poppy as it gets, but um, kind of enjoyable um, production-wise or something. I don't know. I'm trying to find some redeeming qualities. But either way, these guys have been around for a little bit. They're a fucking huge act on the planet. There I am listening to their fucking concert for free just outside the fucking Chateau Frontenac or whatever. Having the time of my fucking life. Just I'm high as a kite, fucking got drinks, listen to their tracks. Like, this is fucking cool. I run out of beers. I'm like, shit. Go back upstairs to the room. Girls are still watching the fucking movie. I'm like, hey, guys, if you want to come downstairs to, to listen to a free show, you should. But if not, I'm just grabbing more beers and I'm heading down. I'll be back fucking later. You guys will be asleep by the time I get back. Who cares, right? And yeah, they put on a fucking decent-ass show, guys. It was um, it was pretty funny. Like, Bear in mind, we're in Quebec City at this point, not Montreal, right? Um, but I hear the band sort of talking to the crowd like, oh, yeah, fucking so great to be here. Yeah, yeah, let's hear it. Montreal. And people still cheered. They weren't even in Montreal. They'd done the classic fuck up of getting the city wrong. I was losing it laughing. It was, yeah, good fun fucking times. But it turns out the next night, um, the Foo Fighters were playing in that same venue, right? Which happened to be like a big outdoor venue in some big grass field that was just over the hill from, from where I was staying. That's why I could hear it so well, right? So I tell the girls, all right, t- fucking tomorrow night, Foo Fighters are playing. Let's just get down there. We'll, you know, bring some snacks. We'll bring fucking drinks. And we'll just sit out here on the fucking sidewalk and listen to the Foo Fighters, right? Get down there. Can't really hear shit this time. Can't hear anything. Don't know what the fuck's going on. Uh, it turns out like the wind had changed or something like that. So whatever was uh, whatever breeze was bringing the sound to my little fucking ear holes changed directions. Um, so we needed to get closer, right? So we go on a bit of a mission walking up this fucking weird grass hill. We find ourselves in this old fort, right, where there's like huge chiseled out fucking moats. And we're on this like grass patch between moats, right? Big ass drop down to nothing on one side. And then like, uh, not as steep, but gradual fucking massive uh, rock wall on the other side. 
And there's other people up there as well. Picnicking, having fun, fucking whatever. We can now see the fucking stage. Well, at least the big screens from the stage, right? We, we can't really make out individuals, but we can see the big screens. So we can see the people there. And it's a huge fucking Foo Fighters show. And shit, they put on a good one. They, um, I mean, I'm not a huge Foo Fighters fan. I'm not a huge, uh, not even a small Foo Fighters fan. Um, but a rock show is a fucking rock show. Dave Grohl seems like a fucking nice dude. He had his daughter up at some point singing some bullshit or whatever. He was introducing, um, so this must have been the first tour that he had Josh Freese on drums, which we all know and love from uh, his work on a, uh, the shit with a perfect circle, who he's no longer part of. Uh, which kind of sucks, but um, I think Perfect Circle's new drummer, that Gunner guy, is is great. He's fucking, you know, he's a creative genius, whatever. Um, so yeah, got to listen to the Foo Fighters show. It went fucking long, guys. It was definitely like an hour and a half into the set, something like that. And Dave Grohl's fucking guys, you got one more in you, everyone fucking cheers, right? You got two more in you, everyone fucking cheers. What about ten more? Not as much cheering, you know, it's fucking getting late. This is well after 10 at this point. Everyone's like, oh, well, we brought our kids here. 10 more songs? You've been playing for an hour? They played about 15 more songs. He just kept fucking going. Um, yeah, it was pretty insane. But um, yeah, had a great time. Got to see fucking Foo Fighters live. It was kind of a bit of a surprise. Tickets to see the Foo Fighters over here in Perth are like four or 500 bucks. So to get it fucking free with, you know, BYO drinks as well, mind you, and joints, it was a, a bit of a nice treat. So I highly recommend going to Quebec over summer. I do think it's going to be cooler over winter, but I'm, you know, I'm yet to verify that. That's a future plan, right? Definitely got to check out Quebec in the winter. Um, seems like Montreal sucks in the winter, but Quebec seems like they kind of embrace it a little bit more. Whatever. Lots of fun shit going on there, but we need to move the fuck on, guys. I've been back for a while. There's been music to catch up on. Uh, so let's talk about it, right? So what's the first album? I fucking... Uh, I checked out Post Malone's new album, right? Um, Austin. This was a, probably a month ago now, right? Something like that. And uh, it's good. Do you guys like Post Malone? Post Malone's one of these dudes that I really could, couldn't really give a shit about fucking musically. But I like his image, and I like what he's doing for pop music, right? So pop music is kind of, I don't know, plastic, artificial, fucking... You don't really get a bit of authenticity. You don't get much of that sort of grit, that fucking old-school fucking... Um, I don't want to say pop stars, but, you know, popular musicians would have around them, right? But Post Malone, even though his recordings are, you know, squeaky clean, all that sort of stuff, him as a dude, he's just a fucking... He's just a dude, man. He's smoking cigarettes, drinking beers, fucking whatever. So on this new album, he's actually playing guitar on like almost every track. I think it's every track. People say it's every track, but I listen to every track and I can't hear guitar in some of them. Um, but yeah, he's actually fucking sitting there strumming his guitar, fucking bleeding his heart out for everybody. And guys, he can write a fucking hook melody. He can, he can write vocals. He, he's fucking great at that sort of shit. So couple him with a guitar, and if he gets a few years of practice in, he might be a bit of a fucking force to be reckoned with. Not because it's going to change his fucking um, instincts for hooks and pop sort of stuff, because I, I just know what it's like as a, as a guitar player or as a musician. 
you'll get bored of a four chord song if you're an actual musician and playing an instrument, right? And so you might start challenging yourself to hit some fucking, some weirder chords, some weirder fucking things that break scales or whatever. So I hope he goes down that road that he actually gets invested in the instrument and see what kind of fucking effect it has on his vocals. So they're not as predictable, but like maybe surprising, maybe fucking, you know, some uncharted territory. We don't know. So post my, he was on, he was on Rogan last week or whatever. I checked it out. He's just a fucking kid, man. It's pretty cool. But um, yeah, the album's called Austin, uh, which is Post Malone's actual name, believe it or not. Uh, and yes, I don't know. One of the songs sounds a little bit like this. I live my prince with the revolutions. So fuck yeah, we got um, we got Post Malone's new album. There was a bunch that I checked out as well, but you know what? I don't want to throw you guys this bullshit. I know you guys know Post, so you know we'll talk about it or whatever. But um, fucking Royal Blood, they bought out an I bought out a new album today. I was really tossing up what the fuck I was going to talk about uh, as far as new albums go because nothing was really piquing my interest. Um, but then, lo and behold, today a fucking brand new Royal Blood album popped up. It's called, uh, let me check my notes, uh, Back to the Water Below by Royal Blood. And it's a classic Royal Blood album. You guys, we've talked about Royal Blood before. They're an interesting band. They've got fucking, what are they, a three-piece? Two-piece. It might be a two-piece. The fuck? Something like that, I don't know. But it's a, it's, it's a bass player that sings. And he uses a tons of different octaves and weird shit on his bass guitar to make it sound like a real guitar at certain points, whatever. Um, interesting fucking album, guys. I kind of dug this. It, it didn't, it didn't blow my balls off, and I didn't like crush any like weird sort of expectations I had. It lived up to expectations. It didn't crush them, and it didn't fucking blow me away. But it absolutely delivered. If that makes sense. Does that make sense? I hope so. Because uh, it's a decent album, guys. Um, the, here's a little fucking, here's a little piece of one of the songs. That fucking, that tone of that bass guitar, right? With the octaves on it and like, I don't know. There's something about that. It's just a fucking, it's a crispy and you can't, you can't get tighter than one guitar playing, right? 
you start throwing more guitars in the mix and a bass guitar or whatever, it's, like, it's going to be a little bit sloppy jalopy. But you just get one dude fucking having the effects that makes you know it sound like a guitar and a bass playing at the same time, plus a bit of a like a synth as well, I guess, with those fuzz tones or whatever. Um, yeah, tight as fuck. Drummer's sick. Got some good instincts. I, I fucking I, I dig it. So if you got the time over the week, check out the fucking new. Uh, Royal Blood fucking album called uh, Back to the Water Below. Uh, you should enjoy it. There's a, there's a bunch of cool shit in that, that album. I um, wish I could show you more, but um, I won't because we've we got more to talk about. So we're going to move the fuck on. Guys. <coughs> oh, sorry, guys. A little bit of semen. Things are getting political these days. They always get fucking political. Um... I don't know, every now and then things just get over-politicized. This has kind of been a going trend, a growing trend, I should say, over the last few fucking years. Let me write, light a smoke. There's politics fucking everything, everywhere. Um, Australia's going nuts at the moment. We've got this fucking voice to parliament happening. I don't really know what it's about. If you guys don't know what it's about, say... It's a thing that was only really just defined, and it's not even really defined now. So Australia is having a referendum. We're actually going to attempt to ch change our constitution, which um, barely works. The last time we tried was in like the late 90s or something like that, and it was an absolute failure. I think then we were voting to um, you know, withdraw from the, uh, the Commonwealth or something like that, become our own republic rather than the fucking um, the nipple of Britain or whatever for them to suck on. Um, but, you know, we still wanted to stay part of them because, you know, people propose these fucking things like, hey, let's change the constitution so we should be our own nation. It's like, cool. But what's our constitution going to be when we become our new nation? Fuck. We haven't thought that part through. So, of course, people are going to vote no because there's no real good alternative, right? Um, so, right now, they're doing this thing called the Voice to Parliament. We've probably tried to chat about it before. I don't fucking know. And it's basically this idea, this hotshot idea of dividing Australia by race, right? So there's Australians and then there's Aboriginal people, right? Indigenous Australians, right? Which, you know, Indigenous means you're born there, right? So I'm an Indigenous Australia, Australian. Uh, <coughs> give me the fucking tax breaks. Give me the fucking low interest rates or whatever or the welfare or what. I don't know. It's stupid. I don't understand why we could just, why we can't just get along normally, but somehow we have to divide things by race. That's what's going on. So they want this voice to parliament, so there's going to be like a, I don't know, a, a leech kind of parliament body that's only, um, you know, comprised of Aboriginal people um, to offer advice and direction to the, 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 the rest of Australia over, over Indigenous affairs, right? Um, because they have their own sets of issues and literally all of them... Uh, <laughs> based on fucking uh, poverty and wanting to take more money from taxpayers. Pretty much. I don't know. I don't know how else to say it. It kind of is what it is. But I only enrolled to vote this year because of this voice to parliament to vote no on this bullshit because one, I'm not a fucking racist. Do not want our country divided by race. Two, I'm a fucking taxpayer as well. And I can kind of see the writing on the wall that all this is going to be is just like a fucking step towards this reparations bullshit, 
Like, it's the sins of the father kind of crap, right? You can't blame the kid for the sins of the father. But you can do it with a whole race somehow, right? So why people are inherited, like, inherently evil um, because of some shit that happened in the past and Aboriginal people today who have had no fucking experience with uh, any kind of subjugation or whatever still are victims because of it or something like that. I don't really fucking know. I don't think this is the way forward. It's kind of stupid, right? And we're having a voice to parliament and this whole thing is supposed to be set up so it's only Indigenous Aboriginal people that can be part of this voice to parliament, right? Race dividing, fucking horrible. Um, turns out there is absolutely no criteria out there to judge whether you're Aboriginal or not. You can just identify as it. So don't know how that's really going to work because they don't do DNA tests for it. They don't do whatever. Like all you need is a letter from an Indigenous elder. So if you're good mates with a fucking Aboriginal person that happens to be old, um, there you are. You're Aboriginal now. He can write you a letter and you can uh, be part of this thing or whatever. I don't fucking get it. Why do we want... A voice to power. And like, guys, there's an elephant in the fucking room when it comes to the, the Aboriginal people. Uh, and I hate to say it, but it's an IQ thing, right? The median IQ of a, an Australian Aboriginal is like 62. And if you know anything about IQ tests and levels of IQ, you know 62 is uh, below Forrest Gump, right? It's actually about the same as your average 11-year-old Caucasian. Right, so do we want a bunch of 11-year-olds telling Parliament what the fuck to do? Like, literally, our government is going to have to kowtow to this voice, which is made up of people that is fucking got a median IQ of 62. Um, oh, it kind of sucks, and just even me stating that fact, Google it your fucking self, but that's true. You might think, no possible way. No way. We call that mentally retarded. No way. Could they? No, just, just check it out. It, it is true. It's the elephant in the room that no one wants to fucking talk about, and we want to give basically 11-year-olds fucking power over the entire Australian government. You know, all of a sudden there's going to be a fucking... A bill for fucking, um, you know, free free iPads for everybody. Like, oh, yeah, no, uh, roadblocks is fucking, you know, free now. Or what, I don't know, what the fuck would an 11-year-old really want out of a government? Like, you know, free candy, something like that. They certainly don't want to fucking work and make a change or whatever. I don't fucking know. I'm going to get in trouble for this, aren't I? So we should probably just leave it alone. But yeah, things are getting politicized. And over there in America country that actually matters, not like Australia here, um, they've just gone ahead and fucking arrested Donald Trump or something. They've charged him with some bullshit. He's got this fucking epic mugshot out that he obviously practiced, right? You can't look that grimacing in a mugshot without practicing. It's, it's insane. Um, and they're going to hold like some of his trials or whatever, like over the fucking election campaign to sort of stop him from getting out there because they're fucking scared of Trump, obviously. You know, he can actually string a sentence together and their current pro um, president uh, fucking can't string anything together. You know, don't mind a sentence. Imagine just two thoughts being strung together. He couldn't do it. It just is what it is. And in this whole climate, there's a new little political song. I'm going to circle it back to music because that's why I really wanted to talk about this shit, right? You might have heard this viral sensation going on 
Uh, his name's Oliver Anthony or Anthony or whatever. This ranger dude out there in the bush, out there in the woods with his dog. And um, what, a rezo guitar or something like that? One of those steel-topped pieces of shit. Um, singing a song, bitching about stuff, and it's gone fucking viral all over the world, particularly in America, obviously. Um, I think we should check it out together, guys. Let's fucking listen to Oliver Anthony. This is the song. It's called Rich Men uh, North of Richmond. And you've probably heard it a thousand times and you're probably already over it. Or you might really enjoy it. It might be your new favorite song like it is to a lot of people. But let's listen to this song together, guys. Here's fucking Oliver Anthony. I've been selling my soul, working all day, overtime hours for bullshit pay so I can sit out here and waste my life away. I mean, he's got a good voice. Back, back home and drown my troubles away. It's a damn shame. What the world's gotten to for people like me, people like All right, so why is this viral, I guess? Wake up and it not be true, but it is. Let's let, let's All really figure out what the fuck he's complaining in about. Living in a new world. All right. With an old soul. With an old soul. These rich men north the rich men. Lord knows they all just wanna have total control. All right, he's upset wanna about fucking politicians. Wanna know what you do, and they don't think you know, but I know that That's relatable. you do. Cause your dollar ain't shit, and it's taxed to no end. He's got a problem with inflation. No one likes inflation. Your dollar ain't shit. Yeah, that'll resonate with a lot of people. I can see it. Don't know about those chords. Look out for miners. Not just miners on an island somewhere. Lord, we Wait, got is that an Epstein reference? Street, ain't got nothing to eat, and the Alrighty. obese milk and welfare. Obese God, milk and welfare. Five foot three, and you're three hundred pounds. Taxes ought not to pay for your bags of fudge rounds. Young men are putting themselves six feet in the ground. Cause all this damn country does is keep on kicking them down. Lord, it's a damn See, I don't know if any of that's true. What so the wait, world's he's, gotten to he's upset with fatties? People like me, people like you. So doesn't like taxes. Just wake up and it not be Politicians. True, but it is. Fat people. Oh, it is. Living in the new world. With an old soul. I don't know if those lines make sense. I mean, he's got the passion in it. I get that. I don't know if there's a clear message there. I've been selling my soul, working all day, overtime hours for bullshit pay. I don't know. I don't know why people say fucking work is selling their soul. You know, I don't know if that's really the case. But anyway, that's Richmond, north of Richmond, and uh, like I said, I'm not really too sure what he's really complaining about. 
it's, you know, what, taxes, inflation, uh, politicians, fucking his shitty job. The fact that, he, you know, he's just drinking his life away or something like that. Like, I don't really know what it is, but it is what it is, right? Living on the new. It's a catchy fucking song, right? So this viral sensation, if, if this is the first time you've heard it, what do you think? Do you reckon this is a... You know, something that's going to change the world. I mean, it's about fucking time that a good song changed the world. I don't know if this is it. I don't know if this is it. This fucking ranger over there in the woods just, just hate the like, This song is, you know, it's not brand new. It's been around for a little while. It's just caught on all of a sudden. And, you know, fucking Oliver Anthony's on fucking Rogan, like, today or something. I just saw it come up on Spotify. It's like, yeah. I don't think I'll be watching that episode. That doesn't really fucking strike me as interesting. This dude that just had some fucking dumb luck with a dumb song or some shit. But, you know, the internet did its thing, as it always does. And uh, it's kind of strange. Like, there's a million fucking ways you could do a parody of this song. Um, But people have just fucking doubled down on the gay shit. Um, So... (laughs) <laughs> the gay versions of this song uh, are popping up to me as, as much as fucking any of the other ones. I don't know what's going on. Uh, but yeah, it's, this, this, this is what I mean. Here's one of them. I've been selling my hoe, sucking all day. All the time I was for being real gay. So you can see that I'm queer. So throw me a parade. Pipe that hole and blow my homies away. I'm so damn gay. The pain is for me, the pain is for you Wish I could fuck some butt in a room full of dudes Till I just, till I just Living in the gay world I'm a homo These gay men are from gay men Lord knows they all just wanna have the way with my hoe Bussy clean and don't stink Wanna blow on some dudes till the cream starts to yeah, flow. Yeah, that, that's pretty funny. I mean, I don't know why that's the part of Oliver Anthony's song. Like, I don't know why everyone just has it in their head that he should be singing about gay shit. Um, but he's, this, that, that guy's not the only one to do a fucking different version. Here's another one for you. I've been sucking off Rick all damn day. Can't help myself. Cause I'm so gay We both sit out here And waste our lives away Swallow his load And watch him drive away It's a damn shame What the world's gotten to For faggots like me And faggots like you Wish I could just wake up And it not be true But it is Oh it is Living in a gay world With a time Lord knows they all just want to have total control Want to force you to drink Want to know who you screw And they don't think you know But I know that you do Cause your pooper ain't yours And it's stretched to no end Cause of hard cocks Good Lord Good Lord What 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 a time to be alive, hey When you can have fucking something that's heartfelt And beautiful this guy's really fucking singing his heart out in the woods with his dogs or whatever. No one listening, apparently. But then it just sort of takes off worldwide or whatever. And you know what the world does? 
they say, nah, <laughs> nah, fuck your message. Let's talk about blowing dudes instead. That's funny. That's way funnier than you're fucking complaining about taxes and shit. Fuck that. Inflation? Ugh. No one wants to hear that. Let's talk about fucking sucking dick and, uh, and assholes and shit, right? God. The internet's hilarious. Ugh. But I don't know. Is this going to change the landscape of things? What do you reckon? Is this a song that's bending fucking right? bending left i mean it's a, he's a ranger like that sounds like he's a fucking republican of course they all sound like that right apparently i don't know but yet he's talking about some things that aren't really fucking i mean the common sense sort of shit but that's a fucking i don't know i guess just an in, like to interpret this song kind of highlights the division that's going on in the world where you have to be one or the other there's no fucking down the middle anymore and this guy seems pretty fucking down the middle but uh I don't really know. Fuck it. Whatever. If you, I, I felt like I had to talk about this fucking song because it's just fucking everywhere. Um, and if you haven't heard it, I, d I apologize. Now it's going to come up in your algorithm. It's going to be fucking all over your uh, your feeds wherever you get your uh, content or whatever. But uh, it is what it is. Guys, it is what it is. And this is a, a podcast that's coming to an end. But before it does, I want to tell you about a little artist that I'm going to finish this episode with. Um, I don't even really know how to pronounce her name. Uh, it goes by the name Shalam Shalam. S-H-U-L-A-M. Shalam Shalam. Something like that. I don't know. So once I was over in, um, we finished all our, you know, run out, you know, checked out of our hotel and shit in Quebec. Um, we did a whole bunch of shit in between, but eventually we made it back to Montreal, right? Hey, we're back in Montreal and there's new festivals going on in Montreal. There's fucking a circus festival. There's an African festival, a Jewish festival, a whole bunch of other bullshit because they embrace summer in a really fucking cool way over there. So we were at a little pub in, in old Montreal. Ooh, they're drinking all the time. I would normally just go and pull up a spot and get drinks while the girls were shopping and whatever. Um, and there was this busker right there on the street, this chick. Uh, gorgeous voice. She sounded amazing. She was doing all cover songs, and every now and then she would pepper in some of her originals, which sounded fucking really cool. So I'm out there having cigarettes, like, standing next to her or whatever, and I noticed that she's got an accent that's, like, kind of that half-American accent, but she definitely has what I picked up on at the time as a bit of an Aussie twang to it. So I asked her, are you, are you Australian? I mean, like, uh, if you go to Canada and you're on the West Coast, right, like Vancouver, or anywhere in BC, to be honest, or like Calgary sort of area, every third person you meet is fucking Australian, right? But you don't find that over on the east side or in that French quarters. Didn't, I didn't run into any other Australians the entire time I was there, right? So when I hear this accent, I'm like, holy shit, I've been in this country for like nearly a month now. Cool. There's another Australian. It's not like, a, you know, my wife's Canadian as well, so she's got an accent, so does her sisters and stuff. So I didn't have any Australian accents around me. I was wrong. She was a New Zealander. Um, but fucking close enough, right? And she came and chatted to us after our set. They had a few drinks or whatever. She gave us her card. I checked out her music on um, Spotify. And guys, we need to get these fucking numbers up. Doesn't have a lot of numbers. And she's got a great voice. And she's cool. And I want you guys to fucking check her out if you could. If you could do me a solid, guys. Just uh, have, a, have a little bit of a shuffle play through Shalam. Shalammusic.com is the website. Um, or fucking, I don't know, Instagram, Facebook, 
that sort of bullshit at underscore shalam and then an underscore afterwards for some reason. It is what it is. Shalam must be a very uh, popular name on Instagram if you have to put all that bullshit around it. But it is what it is, guys. So I'm going to leave you with one of her songs just to show you that she's got a fucking great voice. She's somewhat of a local talent from New Zealand, living in Montreal, fucking just trying to grind on the fucking streets, busking for, you know, people to throw coins at her or some shit. I don't know. It's wicked. Let's fucking do it. This song's called Crushed. And, uh, yeah, that's it. A weird fucking episode, guys. I'm sorry about this. I'm going to get into some trouble. I don't know. I should really keep some of these opinions to my fucking self, but, you know... What's the point of having a podcast if you don't fucking, you know, almost ruin your life every now and then by saying things? <laughs> anyway, have a fucking great week out there, guys. We've got new music coming out all the time. Plenty to talk about. I'll be working on new music. Uh, so is Liam and stuff. We've got some stuff cooking. I might show you soon. You never know. Stay tuned for the next episode, guys. You're about to hear Shalam singing a song called Crushed. And uh, I hope you enjoy Take care now. Bye-bye then. You never knew what you did to me But you knew what I like Still trying to find a remedy But boy, you were like my paradise I'm sinking Can't let go and